The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Technology Learning Lab for Thursday, April 8th. 2021. My name is Sean Thiel. I am ACBO's Executive Director, and uh, it's nice to have you with me today. Um, in the, before I get started, um, if those, of, if anyone on the call has, uh, if anyone has ideas of topics you would like me to um, cover in the future, just a, a general idea. Um, Cindy has agreed to uh, forward those to me if Technology Learning Lab is in the subject line. So if you would write to community at acb.org, put Technology Learning Lab, um, she has agreed to kindly forward those on. I have had one person do that. That topic is, is on the in the planning stages. Uh, I haven't necessarily forgotten, but I'm trying to figure, figure that out. So feel free to suggest those and uh, if anyone is streaming and feels, you know, and has not come on the call, we'd love to have you, of course. Um, and you can get that call information off of the um, schedule that Cindy puts out. Okay, let's see if my notes work here. All right, so we're going to talk today a little bit about <clears throat> the home screen and on the iPhone and some of the ways you can um, manage that. Uh, we're going to talk about the app library. This came around uh, several months back when iOS 14 first came, first uh, was introduced, but um, it's worth going over again because it has some neat, uh, neat features. We're going to talk about widgets and we're going to also talk about some settings related to autocorrect and some, some keyboard related uh, keyboard related items. So let's go ahead and get started. So uh, I'm going to go ahead. 1903. Alert, low battery, 20% battery remaining, low close button. All right. This thing lasts or four updates. This 10R lasts a long time, so we'll be good. Um, so what we're going to, let's talk about what our home screen is like, first of all review. So the home screen is a grid of icons. Depending on the size of your device, it may differ. So if you're looking at an iPhone, you're going to have four um, rows, four icons in each row. Depending on the size of your phone, you may have four or five or six of those. Um, and then you will have, so for example, if I look at the first app store, four updates available messages what calendar thursday april 8th so messages double tap to open which had one unread message calendar google voice 13 new items 
and Speed Google current Voice. location address. Double tap to open. Some of those are voicemails I've listened to already, but just hadn't cleared out yet. So those are the first four items on that row. And then when we flick down, now I don't have the voiceover clicks turned on because they they drive me nuts. But um, if you have the voiceover clicks and wrapping sounds turned on, you will notice that as you go from one row to the next, you will hear sounds to indicate and tell you that. Um, and if you go backwards, you'll hear sounds that go in the opposite direction. It takes a bit, it, a little bit of fiddling to turn those back on. So I'm not going to do it just for, for this brief second, but there are, uh, there are sounds to tell you about that. App store, speak current location address, maps, wallet, files. That speak current location address is a shortcut. Uh, the last time I tried to show how to, how I made that, it fell over spectacularly. So we're not going to going to do that right now so um there are different icons here and then um at the bottom of the home screen is the dock which phone in my case double tap to open in my case has phone settings drafts music double tap to open settings drafts and music now the home screen can have safari row three column two home Page 105, center of screen, double tap to open. So depending on how many apps you have, um, you can have multiple pages to this home screen. And um, to get from one to the next with voiceover, you're going to use three fingers to the left or to the right. And I always think of it like turning pages in a book. So if you're on page one, you're going to use three fingers. You're going to flip that book page over. Page 205, ID folder, seven apps. Double tap to and open. And if you want to go back, you just do three fingers to the, the right, the opposite direction. So to get from page two to page one, you take the page in your book and you flip it to the right. Home, page 105, App Store, four updates available. Double tap to open. So over the years of using my phone, I have the first page of apps. I try to pick applications that I use frequently. And... Um, those are on the first page. So things like the App Store, my Google Voice, my, where my work phone number gets forwarded to, um, Ira is on the first page, Seeing AI is on the first page. Um, so a lot of apps, my a lot of my apps to keep me organized, like my calendar, um, things like that, are are all on this first Safari page of mail, items. Watch, reminders, voice clock. VO calendar to doist. And there's a Days reason until. there's a reason I'm explaining it. So this first page on my phone is <clears throat> you know is just the important the really important apps. The next page that I have page two of five ID folder seven apps. Double tap to open. I tried for some folders. So I have things like Extras folder, 12 apps, books folder, six apps, games folder, 20 apps. Travel folder, 10 apps. Double tap to open. So I got pretty, this page is pretty organized. There's a couple of apps on it that are by themselves. And then I just gave up. <laughs> I have way more apps on this phone than I need because I'm always trying a new one and then forgetting to take it off. I've got, I think I have 230 some at this point. Um, Braille screen input is really good for finding a particular app. So because I just kind of gave up on those, and of course, keep in mind that up until iOS 14, 
anytime you downloaded a new app, it would be added to the last page of your home screen or one of the pages. So things would shift around. And um, you'll see when we go to the app library um, that it is possible to still access those. So what I decided to do, and I was very happy when this feature was added, um, you can actually choose to hide pages of your home screen. So pages three, four, and five, which are my complete mess where I just said, you know what, forget it. I, I'm not even going to try anymore. <laughs> um, I can get rid of those. And before I show that, we have to talk about how we <clears throat> move items around on the home screen. Um, you can in the olden days, um, you, you, you can still double tap and hold on an icon and move it around that way, but it's, very, it's rather difficult. Um, and what Apple have done ingeniously is they've given us another another method. So let me take a look and, okay, I know what I'll... Fear. My noise. Fear. Okay. So Fear is an application. It's a game, and I used to play it all the time. Uh, I don't play it as much at the moment. So what we're going to do is we're going to put it in the games folder, and then we'll actually probably we'll take it back out of here because I do want this screen to stay laid out the way it is because I have learned spatially where these items are. So I know if I want uh, fear, for example, I know just about where to touch on my screen to get to it. So, but for purposes of this demonstration, we'll move it. So I'm on fear, double tap to open fear right now. And if I were to double tap, it would open, but I'm going to flick down edit mode. And it says edit mode. So if I double tap. Started editing. Now we have some options that we can use when we flick up. We can we flick up or down once we've gone into edit mode. We have. Delete. Drag fear. Activate default. Stop editing apps. Delete. Drag fear. And we're going to drag this application. My noise is editing. Now, sometimes what will happen is it will say the name of another application. Page two, my noise is editing. But double tap to add to drag. Fear is no longer on the screen. I'm also being told that if I wanted to drag more than one app at a time, I could do that. So if you had a whole bunch of games and you wanted to move them in one big chunk, you can do that. Um, so, but I'm not going to do that right this second. I'm going to locate ID folder, extras folder, books folder, games folder is editing 20 apps. And my phone is making a knocking sound. It would otherwise say, it, normally it would say actions available, but I switched it to hearing a sound cue instead. So what I'm being told is that if I flick down uh, when, I'm, when I'm focused on the games folder. Stop editing apps. Drop fear before games folder. Drop ready. Add fear to games folder. Drop ready. Now, if I did that, then the application would be moved from here into the games folder. Cancel drag. That's actually what I'm going to do because I actually don't really want to move this um, at the moment. But this is the, this is how you would move one particular app at a time. I'm just going to hit cancel. Cancel drag. This. Drag canceled. Because I'll get disoriented if that application moves. I'm so used to it staying where it always has. Because if you take one application off, it kind of 
shuffles them around and it gets a little confusing. So we're going to actually drag games, stop editing apps, finish editing. So we've actually, I've actually gone all the way out of the edit mode. The other way you can do that is to press your home button or to use the home gesture. If you're on a device that has no home button to it, um, that will also get you out of the editing mode. In that same editing mode, activate default. And actually, before I do, I need to back up a second because I forgot uh, one of the, what I forgot when I was describing my overview of the home screen. You have the icons um, for the applications. Voice assistance folder, flag type, double tap to open, and phone, flag type, page between, two or five, adjust. Between the dock and the last row of icons, is something called the page indicator. And um, my understanding is that visually it is a horizontal indicator that has a number of dots um, in each, a num each dot corresponding to however many pages of your home screen you have. Um, part of the reason I forget that though is because when you're focused on this item, Fear. if I come back. Page two of five, adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. So with voiceover, if we're focused on it, we actually swipe up or down with one finger to, to move the slider control. So that gets a little, a little confusing. Um, but the reason this control is important is because when we're in editing mode. Utilities folder, edit mode. And I'm not going to, because I'm not going to move a particular application, I don't care which one I'm on. I'm just going to flick down. Edit mode. To edit mode. Started editing. If I touch the page indicator and it's kind of and I'm kind of going um, in the middle of the screen in terms of the horizontal. So I'm kind of in terms of left to right, I'm near the middle of the screen and I'm closest to the bottom. My noise is editing. Okay. Page two of six, adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. Now, if I double tap on this indicator while I'm in edit mode, this happens. Finish that. Well, if I, that's, it, it actually says finish editing because I took too long. So let's start that process over again. Test flight, edit mode, activate default. Edit, activate, edit mode, started editing. Page three of six, adjustable. Home screen page hiding, page three of six, adjustable. So now it says home screen hiding. If I flick left and right. Page now, one, visible. Page two, visible. Page three, visible. Page four, visible. Page five, visible. And I know that I like Double my. Double tap to hide page. I like my pages one and two the way they are. And I want the rest of them to go away because they're messy and I just can't be bothered. So I'm going to. Page five, hidden. Page four, visible. So I'm flicking to the left. Page three, visible. With one finger, and I'm going to double tap. So if I look at this now, the only page pages, one, visible. Page two, visible. Page three, hidden. The only pages double I want. Double tap to show page. Thank you. The only pages I want showing are pages one and two. And now that I've done that, um, I am going to uh, flick down. 45%, 50%, page four, hidden. 45, 50%. Okay, so in order to get out of edit mode, I have to touch. Page two, visible. Um, okay, Double tap to hide, jump to page two. 
Activate default. All right, we're going to just use the home gesture. Add widget button. And we'll come back to add widget. Finish editing. ID folder, seven apps. So now, row one, column one, page two of two, top of screen, double tap to, to open. To figure out how many home how many home screens you have and where you are on the home screen, to get that kind of summary like I just did, I tapped with three fingers. So if you want an idea where you are, and, and this can actually be helpful in an application too, because if you're flicking around um, and you're not sliding around to learn where things are on the screen, if you have used your left and right one finger flicks to find something, using the three finger tap one time will tell you whether that is in the center of the screen or the top of the screen. Um, so that can also give you a little bit of a clue. Um, and I do recommend at least sometimes putting a finger down, sliding around, because you really can learn where items are in an application. Um, you start to learn that oftentimes if there's a cancel button or an OK button, they may be in the top left or right hand corner, respectively. Um, applications will have a tab bar in a particular place. If you're on an iPhone, that tab bar will be across the bottom. If you're on an iPad, it is going to be nearer to the top. Um, so there are some conventions, and, and especially compared to Android, Apple is very consistent about there are certain things that always show up in the same place. The keyboard is always going to show up in the same place. Um, tabs in an application are always going to show up in the same place. And so um, that's something to be uh, aware of. Let's see if we have any questions. I have Sheila Young, who is kindly hosting for me. And Sheila, would you like to remind these folks how to uh, take care of those uh, question asking things here? Screen okay. dim. Well, if anybody has any questions, if you're on a PC, it's Alt-Y. And to mute and unmute, it's Alt-A. If you're on a Mac, it's Option-Y. And to mute and unmute is Command-Shift-A. If you're on a smartphone, it is under More to raise your hand. And to mute is on the bottom. Oh, sorry. Um, bottom right for more and then bottom left to mute and unmute and then on the landline it is star nine and star six to mute and unmute and Ray has a question all right Hello, Sean and Sheila and everybody. Um, this is Ray from California. And um, I have a question, Sean. Um, last year, I purchased a uh, an SE 2020. Okay. And then um, my volunteer put in my emergency SOS, which is my brother. Mm -hmm. And then uh, last week, my brother changed his number. So I went to just to see if the number had changed automatically or if I had to put his new number. Unfortunately, I can't find the emergency SOS. And like you were saying, could it be hidden somewhere? Um, emergency SOS, and that's a good um, that's a good question. Let's take a look at this. Um, 
and we can we can play with the home screen in a little bit here but let's take a look at this because if if i leave it off if i leave it i'll forget um and there actually are some emergency sos related things in the settings that we should that everybody should be aware of and uh, so we'll uh, i will answer your question as we go through that process so just hang hang with me for just a second so we're going to 1920 <clears throat> settings settings search search field Double tap set. Do not just screen time. General control center. Notification. Personal hotspot. Right. I tried to be clever and find it by sliding around, and that didn't work so well. So Search. We'll just go through. Dictate. Sean Thiel. Apple ID. iCloud. Airplane well, and mode. Actually, off. Double tap to toggle setting. What, what we'll do. Settings. Search. Search field. Search field. It's search field. Is editing. Search. Dismiss. Cap R. Cap E. Cap E. M. M. E. E. R R G G call with auto call emergency SOS. Okay. Emergency settings back. Button. So I could have scrolled all the way down in order until I got to emergency SOS, which is the name of this page. <clears throat> emergency SOS heading animated image depicting the buttons on the iPhone required to call emergency services image more press and keep holding the side button and either volume button to make an emergency call. Now, this is going to differ slightly depending on what phone you have. So if you have a device that is an iPhone 10 or newer or an iPad Pro 2018 that doesn't have the home button, um, in order to make an emergency call, it's on the same screen that is power on and off. And to get to that on these phones, you use the side button and one of the volume keys. If you have an SE 2020 or, or earlier um, emergency SOS is one of the things you will see when you hold down the, um, the buttons to power off your phone. That is one of the options that you have on that screen. Um, and occasionally you have to be careful because sometimes if you're in too big of a hurry, when you bring up that power, what, let's see if my phone does it this time. Settings, call, emergency SOS. Sometimes when I go to power off, instead of saying slide to power off straight away, it'll focus on the emergency SOS for just a second. Cancel button. Emergency cancel. So we cancel don't button. Want to do that. Passcode field zero of four values entered. Braille screen input dot positions calibrated. One of the things settings. I one of the things I really enjoy, especially when I'm wearing my face mask, is that I can use Braille screen input to input my passcode without it being spoken aloud, which is really nice. <clears throat> um, so that's what I've just done to make sure that that didn't go out. Um, so we're going to continue going through this setting screen. Emergency SOS heading. Animated image depicting the buttons on the iPhone required to call emergency. Press and keep holding the side button and either volume button to make an emergency call. So that item on your settings screen will tell you what buttons to press on your particular device. Call with side button off. Double tap to toggle setting. Call emergency SOS when you rapidly press the side button five times. Pressing and holding the side button along with the volume buttons will continue to work when this is on. I highly recommend being careful with this setting. If you would like it on, that's fine. But 
one of the things that caught me is, and iOS has still not quite solved this issue. It used to be that every time you hit that side button, you would always get your time no matter what you were doing. And it was great. And it was basically like, like having your own really, really, really expensive talking watch. And it was great. Over the years, that behavior has become less consistent. So you can kind of see where this is going, right? I was trying to find out what time it was, and I hit that side button one too many times. And, well, it, call, it, it tried to call emergency services. Now, there are some things you can do to make it a little bit harder to do that. If we flick to the right. Auto call on. Double tap to toggle setting. You may still need to specify an emergency service to dial when using emergency SOS in certain regions. So if that Auto setting, call requires a SIM card. So if that setting is on, when you activate emergency services, it will automatically call either 911 or whatever the appropriate service is in your uh, part of the world. Um, so that is something to be aware. And, and, gener and, and you know, generally, that may very well be what you want. Emergency contacts heading. So this is the setting that Ray was asking about. Tom Thiel, 614. Okay, so it's going to give you the phone numbers for those people. So what you'll have to do is you're going to have to go and double tap on, for example, I think you said it was your brother's name. You'll have to double tap on that and, and choose the contact from in here. Let yes, me Sean. Yes. On my brother, on my brother's, because uh, I go by last names in my contacts, and my brother's um, contact is in my contacts. But as far as I, I want him as the emergency SOS. Okay, I think what you'll need to do is you'll still need to come in here, double tap, and choose which phone number you want. Yes. Um, so this is at least at least this is the area you want to start uh, your your looking here. Let okay. me, yeah, so let me skip past the folks that I have here and, oh, okay, well this, okay, so this, this explains it right here. So I'm going to, I'm going to put the phone back. Edit emergency contacts and health button. So you, what you actually need to do is choose that button and emergency contacts, I forgot, is actually chosen in the health app. Uh, oh, okay. And this button will let you will let you do that. There are still a, yeah, so there's still a couple of other SOS settings I want to make sure we know about. You can add and edit emergency contacts for emergency SOS and your medical ID in the health app. About emergency SOS and privacy. Countdown sound on. Double tap to toggle setting. Play a warning sound while emergency SOS is counting down to call emergency services. So there's, a, there's two things to think about with this one. If you have this turned on, obviously, you're, you're gonna, it makes a very loud siren sound to, or a very loud sound to tell you, hey, if you don't react within a certain amount of time, emergency services is going to be called. Um, if, you're, if part of the reason you need to call emergency services is because you don't want to be found, that may very well give you away, though. So it's, it's one of those things where... Um, you have to decide how, okay, is it important that I be given the option to bail out? Because the other thing that can happen is if we keep going. Play a warning sound. Okay, it's not in here, but um, 
oftentimes the other thing that will happen with emergency SOS is your emergency contacts that you've set up in the health app. Um, after they have been called, they may be sent, they can be sent a message that lets them know you've called emergency services and sent your location. So that's why the ability to um, cancel that is important so that you don't, you know, freak everybody out if nothing bad has actually happened. Yes. While we're on this topic, if for whatever reason you accidentally call emergency services, tell them you've accidentally done it. Because if you just hang up, they'll think there really is a problem and they will come and try and help you. So let them know that it was an accident. They understand. Uh, it's <laughs> We've all done it at least once. Uh, and if you haven't yet, it just you haven't been lucky enough. <laughs> but uh, they understand. Um, you just say, sorry, it was an accident. Um, they'll be, they will get it. So thank you, Sean. Thank you, no Sean. No problem. So that's, uh, and there are also similar settings on the watch as well, because what the watch can be told to do is when you hold down the side button, those emergency services type features can still happen. So if you have an Apple watch, you also want to go into the watch app and check the emergency SOS settings specific to the Apple Watch. Are there any other questions? No, sir. Not right now. All right. All right. So going back to the home screens and apps that you have, um, up until recently, as I was mentioning, any time you downloaded a new app, it would be added to some page of your home screen. And now, because of the app library feature, you can choose whether that is what you would like to have happen or not. So let's show you what app library is first so that you can see how this might be useful to you. And then if you decide you like it, then you can go ahead under the settings and choose to have applications uh, no longer added to the home screen once they're downloaded. So let's talk about the app library. So the, we're going to get to the app library by going to our home screen. social networks folder. And so the app library is going to be um, at the end of your pages. So for example, we now have two pages on the home screen. So if you, if you, move one more pass and this is an iphone only feature unfortunately as far as i know this has not yet made it to the ipad which is kind of strange so um as, and as far as i know it has not yet been added but i haven't i also haven't taken a, a look my ipad is even more of a mess than this phone so what we're going to do free finger flip to the left app library search field Okay, so we have app library and we have search field. Now, when the app library was first introduced, people were making a huge deal, and it is a huge deal, about the fact that, hey, we can get an alphabetical list of our applications on our phone. But it's not immediately clear how to do that because if you flick to the right from here, settings, Google Voice, Todoist, App Store, CNN, Voice Clock, Huntington. 
So you're noticing to open. we're not seeing an alphabetical list here. The way you get your alphabetical list. Voice, CNN, App Store, Todoist, Google Voice, Settings, App Library, Search Field, App Library, Search Field. Is to double tap the search field. So when you and, and I and when you do that, you will get a keyboard. But if you flick to the right now, cancel button, section index adjustable, a blind legend, ACB link, Acker Radio, AP Ohio. Now you have your alphabetical list. You have your slider on the right hand side. Your your section index. Acker Radio section index adjustable. B, C, D, select E, select I note. So you do have, so that's how you get your alphabetical list. But when I, I remember being very confuzzled when I first looked this up because I could, I could not figure out how this wonderful alphabetical thing that everybody had been going on and on about, I could not figure out where it was. So that is where it is. You have to at least pretend to search for something. Now you can search because if I slide down, fantastic fear. If you come back, fair I see where is it? Fear, Let's fantastical. Nineteen, nineteen, thirty. I note. All right, let's go back to the home. Let's press the library. Home button to search get field. out of that field. Settings. Double tap to open. App library, search app library, search field, cap B, delete, cap, cap C, cap C. Charlie. So we do have a um, keyboard that does come up um, L, if, delete. You, if you want to use it, but you don't, you don't have to because then you'll also get your alphabetical list. So that's where that is. Numbers. And Five zero radio. You take a question? Sure. Greg, go ahead. Yeah, um, I understand there's OCR. Is there some OCR included with the uh, iOS um, in the notes, I think, isn't it? Or um, I know I have a separate OCR application, but I thought it was built into it now. Is it, is it with it now? They have some OCR built into it, do they? I remember hearing that when in one of the releases. Um, I think what that was more intended to do was to capture things like a receipt that you might be needing or a business card. Um, I never really played with it because in notes, um, blind people, of course, need OCR for a little bit different reasons than sighted people do. A sighted person might need OCR to turn you know, a sales or a receipt into text. And it's not like we couldn't do that also, but a sighted person's reasoning for reasoning for OCR is because they want to work with the text. Half the time, what we want to do is just read the text in the first place to know what the heck it is. And for that purpose, um, I feel like an app like Seeing AI or Voice Dream Scanner is more useful to us. Um, it very well may be that Notes could do that function, but quite honestly, I haven't looked at it because. Uh, you know, I would pref I prefer using a, an app that is designed to take a picture and read me what's there because that's what we actually that's what we actually need. Well, um, well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I should I should look into that because it very well might uh, be an option, um, but I have not. Uh, I, I, I must admit, I've kind of forgotten about it. So um, let me if I can get my note taker to come back. OCR in. 
I will write it down to look at. Because if it is something that we could use, I would like to, to show it. But um, Screen dimmed. Okay. Five zero rating, one password, number sign, heading, zoom. So we have our alphabetical list, but the other thing the app library will give us, and I'm just going to go back. App and library, search, settings, Google Voice, Todoist, App Store, CNN, Voice Clock, Huntington, recently added folder, eight apps. So what we have Double is to open. the first few apps in the screen are applications that I've used frequently. Then the next couple of apps are programs that I've recently put onto the device. So this is why if you decide you no longer want newly added applications to be put on your home screen, you can always get to them through here. And then you notice it said recently added folder. So if I were to double tap on that, you would see all of the apps that were recently added. YouTube recently updated. Sirius XM, Tune and Radio, Entertainment folder, 28 apps. Double tap to open. Now, these folders here are folders that Apple has come up with, and you cannot change these. Um, these are folders that are created based on the type of app, that the category that has been assigned in the App Store, or um, also some of Apple's uh, Siri intelligent things. So the, the folders in the app library can't be changed. And if you want to move Braille screen um, and one password words them, speaking rate. Let me see. Words, characters, braille screen actions. Describe image language, headings, containers, mail, no unread emails, messages, safari, blindfold doggy, barred mobile, my noise. Okay. It's Double not tap moving from folder to folder like it used to. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, iOS. Sean, Sean, you do have a hand raised. Alrighty. Yep. And always. <laughs> so, yep. And you can always feel free to interrupt me. I. I. And I don't like to do that, but I know but you I want told to me do. that. <laughs> I want to. You've given me that permission. I have. So, <laughs> Kayla, go ahead. Hi. Um. I was wondering, how do you update your apps or make sure they're up to date? That is an excellent question. Um. To do that, um, well, there's two things. You can decide whether you want applications to be updated automatically or not. As a blind, visually impaired iPhone user, I highly recommend turning this off because an application can break accessibility. And the unfortunate thing is that if an application does this, um, let and, and you, you sometimes uh, it requires really paying attention to AppleBiz to see whether this has happened. Um, because I'm a strange person, I check AppleBiz multiple times a day. <laughs> and so on the home screen, if you see, you might see a forum post or you might see an application that you haven't heard about in a while and all of a sudden its app directory entry will show up under the latest uh, updates to the website and you'll go in and you might see under a comment that there's an issue. Um, so I would recommend turning that off. Um, but uh, I, and I can show how to do that in just a second, but let's Shopping talk about where folder. 
let's talk about where app updates live because this has also changed as of iOS 14. Um, if you're in an older version of iOS, it will still be a tab on the bottom of the App Store screen. Um, if you happen to, happen to not updated to iOS 14 yet, um, but we're going to assume the majority of folks have. So we're coming Home, out App of Store. For we're coming out of the app, the app library, and on my screen, I have put App Store at the top left corner. I don't remember if it was the, if I put it there or Apple done put it there, but it's there. So. There's a couple of options. If we come, if we double tap on App Store, App Store Developer Spotlight, rethinking news from the ground up. Selected today tab one of five. We need to be on the today tab, and updates are actually located under vertical. Seventeen percent battery. Developer Spotlight. Developer Spotlight. Ah. My account. Four updates available. My button. account. Here we go. My account. Double tap to dismiss pop-up window button. And then, and also this screen um, can be refreshed. So if you want to know the absolutely latest updates, if you touch near the middle of the screen. Add funds to Apple ID button. And you flick to the right a couple more times. Personalized recommend available updates. Heading update all for Facebook today. We've updated the app refresh page one of 13. So when you find the first app or so on that screen, if you swipe down with three fingers, you'll actually, it'll say refreshing and you'll, you'll have the absolute most up-to-date list. Update all four button. In this case, it had nothing has changed because it still says that there are four updates in my particular, uh, in particular list of, of applications. Another way that you can get there a little more quickly is if app I, switcher. App Store active. If I close the Swipe app, store. Up with app switcher settings active. Voice clock app store for updates available. Double tap to open. If, if I close the app store and instead of doing a normal double tap, if I tap three times with one finger, one, two, three, search button, we get a context menu. Search button. So we can search straight away. Redeem button. Updates button. Purchase oh. button. Edit home screen button. Remove app button. Dismiss context menu button. App store. Four so that's the other way you can do one it. Now, <clears throat> if you want to turn off app. Now, and if you think about it, for your average sighted person, applications updating themselves probably isn't going to be a huge deal. My partner said, oh, I just let them update them by itself. And every once in a while, I notice that something's moved around. But... You know, other than that, it's fine. Um, but obviously for us, an app update can can be awesome or it can suck. So the <laughs> you have to be able to know what's going on because Apple, in their infinite wisdom, um, can you hear the quotation marks? In their infinite <laughs> wisdom, Apple has decided that we cannot roll back app updates. I really, really, really don't like this. Because it means that if you update, for example, Uber, and they've done an update that has not been so nice, guess what? You're stuck until they fix it. So with that in mind, if we go to settings, 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 search field is if editing. We decide we, if we decide we don't want app updates, clear text button, 
Clear text. Dictate button. We're going to try. I've never tried this before, but let's try. Let's see what happens if we put update or if we start putting the first couple characters of the word update in the search box. Let's see if that will get us to where I want to go. Dismiss cap you. Dismiss pop up. Cap P. Cap you. Cap you. P. P. R. D. D. A. A. Clear app update. Q. App updates. App store. There it is. App updates. App update. Let's run. Back button. App Store, automatic downloads, heading. So under automatic downloads, apps off, app updates off, automatically download new purchases, including free made on other devices. Now, the, the first option is important because, um, well, both of these are important, but if you have that first option on apps, let's say you have an iPhone and you have an iPad. If you have this setting, this first one that just says apps, if you have that turned on on your iPad, any applications that you download onto your iPhone will be automatically put onto your iPad, which could be awesome or it could be a giant mess like my iPad. <laughs> um, so that is something to be aware of. Um, that, so that is something to be aware of, but yeah, if you, the other thing you can do is you can go to, I, you can go to the, um, I believe the pane is called iTunes and app store. If you'd rather not search for it, you can, uh, you can go the long way around and you can, um, you can do it that way. Um, that is how you figure out. The other thing you can do is if you haven't been on Wi-Fi for a while and you have a whole lot of app updates that are pending, but you know you want the latest update of Ira, for example. You can always go search for the app in the App Store in the way that you normally would. And if there is an update for it, instead of an open button, you will see an update button. So if you know that there's an update that is really good and you really have to have it, um, you can also search manually for the application and it will show up um as as an option when you look for the app uh, so that is that is something to be aware of so now that we have um we've figured out we've talked a little bit about our app library and if you if you let's go back and just spotify page that. two oh. of two app library search field App Store, Settings, Google Voice, Todoist, CNN, Voice Clock, Huntington, Recently Added Folder, 8 Apps, YouTube, Recently Updated, Sirius XM, TuneIn Radio, Entertainment Folder, 28 Apps. So I don't, I, tap now I had a folder called Entertainment on, my, on one of my screens, but it didn't have that many apps. And then there are some of these, like information as well. One Pass, Zoom, Productivity and Finance Folder, 49 Apps. Yeah, I never had. Tap to I've never created a folder called Productivity and Finance. The app library feature is creating that for me. Um, so I have gotten used to the app library and the fact that it has applications that I've used recently or recently added. And I decided, okay, well, if it's going to do that for me, then don't plop things on my home screen anymore because I'm getting rid of that mess. So if you decide that you would like to try this, and you ID would prefer folder. applications not just be plopped anywhere on your home screen. We're going to go to settings. 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 
App Store, Heading. And we're going to go back. Settings, Back Button. Settings, Search Field. Clear Text, Button, Cancel, Button. Settings, Heading. And we're going to cancel out of the search field because we're going to go the long way. Search, Dictate, Button. Sean Thiel, Airplane Mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, All, Cellular, Personal Hotspot, Notifications, Sounds and ha Do Not Disturb, But Screen Time, Button, General, Button, Control Center, Button, Display and Brightness, Home Screen, Button, Newly Downloaded Apps, Heading, Add to Home Screen, Selected, App Library Only, Notification Badges, Heading, Show an App Library, On, Show an app library on. So those are your settings you can choose in app library only or show on home screen. So that's how you um, that's how you make that choice. Home screen button. While I am thinking about settings, that reminds me that um, one of the other things I promised at the beginning had to do with um, the keyboard. Display and brightness. Control center button and to, well and and keyboards in general. So we're gonna go. Keyboards are under general. General button. About I button. What time it was. So we've got software update. AirDrop button. AirPlay and hand off. Picture in picture. CarPlay button. iPhone storage button. Background app refresh button. Date and time button. Keyboard button. So I went to settings and then general and then keyboard. Keyboards three button. So these are where your various keyboards will be, including emoji keyboards. If you have third-party keyboards, they will show up here. Keyboards, heading. Let's see which options I keyboards, have. Keyboards, three, but English, U.S., button, emoji, Wi-Fi keyboard, English, button. And Wi-Fi keyboard, actually, we will come back to Wi-Fi keyboard because it is a really neat app, and I thought it was broken, but it actually is still here. So Wi-Fi keyboard, I will add to my notes as well. Um, when using one of these keyboards, the keyboard can access all the data you type about third-party keyboards and privacy, ellipsis, add new keyboard, ellipsis, button. And you can add new keyboards either that you've downloaded or let's say you got rid of the emoji keyboard. Um, at one point I had done that because I was just sick of running into it. Um, if you did that and you realized you wanted them, add keyboard is where they would be. I'm going to go back out of the keyboard screen here. Keyboards, back button. The screen that lets us choose which of the software keyboards we want to uh, play with. Add new keyboard, ellipsis, button, English, U.S., button, add keyboards, heading, oh, okay. edit, English, U.S., button, emoji, Wi-Fi keyboard, when using what, add new keyboard, add new keyboard, ellipsis, All button, right, go back, keyboards, three, button. Okay, I had to, for some reason, the um, back button didn't work, but scrubbing with two fingers did. So kind of scrubbing to the right, left, and then to the right again, kind of a backwards Z. Text replacement button. Text replacement we covered um, a little while ago. That's where I have, I, for example, I have one for my work Zoom that if I type in WZL, it will put the Zoom link for the um, for work. So for where our board meetings and stuff for ACBO happen. Um, if I need to text it to somebody in a hurry, I don't have to go look it up. Um, you can do that with your email address as well. 
Um, so that's where you make those types of changes. One-handed keyboard off button. I think the one-handed keyboard is more of a sighted layout thing. I haven't really played with this. Um, I think it's designed to try and make it easier to type with your thumbs. I don't type with my thumbs. All keyboards, heading, auto capitalization, on. Double tap to toggle setting. Auto correction, off. Double tap to toggle setting. I turned auto correction off. I just got sick of it. Um, partly because uh, I now use Braille screen input if I really need to type a lot. Um, I'll do that. But I just got sick of the phone trying to figure out what I was typing and getting it getting it wrong. Um, so I turn, turned it off. Um, if, if you find that you don't enjoy this feature, you could also turn it off. You just have to be a little more careful about what you type. Check spelling on. Double tap to toggle setting. Enable caps lock on. Double tap to toggle setting. Smart punctuation on. Double tap to toggle setting. Character preview on. Now, smart punctuation to I believe is one where if you, uh, it will try and put in a, a punctuation or a space where you might need one. For example, uh, it, 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 I think I have to. I'll have to go back and look at that one. It's been a while. Smart punctuation on. Character preview on. Double tap to toggle Character setting. preview is a visual setting. Um, so if you have low vision, that, that may make a difference to you. Period shortcut on. Double tap to toggle setting. Double tapping the spacebar will insert a period followed by a space. That will work on an actual hardware keyboard as well. If it's a, if it's a typing keyboard, um, I don't believe that applies to Braille displays. Dictation heading. Enable dictation on. Double tap to toggle setting. If you don't have dictation on and you try dictating, you may have a screen ask you to turn it on. But this is where you can also just decide, make that change starting out. Dictation processes many voice inputs on iPhone. In some cases, including for search, information will still be sent to an Apple server. About dictation and privacy. So if that Double tap to you, activate you embedded link. English heading. Predictive on. Double tap to toggle setting. Now, predictive are if you've if you've been using your keyboard a little while on the screen, you'll notice that there are generally three buttons above your letters that will try and predict what your next word might be. Um, and these can learn over time. So if you type in H-E-L, then the word hello might come up. Um, these can even show up sentences. For example, if somebody were to ask you, do you want milk at the store? You might see yes, please, or no, thank you. You can actually see phrases there. Um, if you don't like them, you can turn them off, and we may demonstrate those at another, another time because it's been a while. Slide to type off. Double tap to toggle settings. Yeah, slide to type. Okay, we're going to come back to the software keyboard. Um, but slide to type is a feature that um, sighted people have called it swipe keyboard because that's what it was called on Android and some other places when it started out. And the idea is that you draw a line between the characters you want and the phone will figure it out. Now, Apple has made a way that voiceover can use this. I don't like it very well, and I don't think many people do, um, but it is an option. I chose to turn this off, but we can... 
we can take a look at it uh, in a future topic. I think that would be a good idea. Emoji heading. Sean, memoji sticker. Five minutes. All right. Okay. Um, one more thing I want to mention in the keyboard um, department. Send memoji and anim general. Okay. We're going to ignore ignore that. One thing I want to mention on the keyboard uh, front. So at the moment, what I am doing is I am turning on my hardware Bluetooth keyboard. Keyboards heading. Because. Keyboards, three, button. When a hardware Bluetooth keyboard is turned on. Hardware keyboard, button. An additional button appears. English, U.S., Dvorak, button, button. Now, <clears throat> this allows you to choose the layout of the hardware keyboard and whether you want the period and stuff to be. Hardware keyboard, heading. Uh, to be used. I want to make a point that will may matter to about you know, 0.1% of the people listening, but I'm going to make this anyway, because um, if you are someone who uses a key a layout other than QWERTY, um, as I am, if you change, if you, if you need to change it from QWERTY to something else, for example, I use Dvorak. English, U.S., Dvorak, button. What you need to do and this is a bug that I believe is still the case. I'm a little hesitant to change it, but when you make this change, if you do not immediately turn voiceover off and back on, voiceover commands will not change. So do you aware of that? If none of that made sense to you, that's okay. It's not something you need to worry about. But if you're in the small minority of us who need a keyboard layout other than your standard layout, you may have to turn voiceover off and on immediately after making that change. Um, so just to um, be aware of that. We also Auto have... Auto capitalization off. Auto correction off. Double tap to toggle setting. And again, if I, I'm on a hardware keyboard, I have access to a shift key. I don't want Apple trying to guess what should be capitalized and what shouldn't, especially since I have two perfectly good shift keys. Shortcut off. Double tapping the spacebar will insert a period followed by a space. Okay, so you can. This is where you choose whether the double space will make a, a period. Modifier keys button. Um, this button has nothing to do with the voiceover modifier keys. Um, so if you're looking to change those, that this is not where you modify do modifier keys. Okay, we are going to. Um, we will take a very, very quick last minute question or two. Very zippy fast if you have them. Nobody has a question, Sean. All righty. Um, okay, so some things we'll talk about um, just based on what we've got. We'll probably talk about Wi-Fi keyboard. We will talk about slide type. Um, and if I think of other things that will be, uh, we will cover those as well. Um, but those are some things to, that to look forward to. Again, if you have ideas, community at acb.org, Technology Learning Lab. Cindy has agreed to forward them, and she has done this for me once, and it was very helpful. So thank you so much for coming, everybody. We will see you next week, same Zoom room. 
and assuming streaming is going, we will also be, and, and it's been very reliable lately, um, then we will also be available on ACB Radio, whichever stream we're on. So thank you so much, everybody.